Fuck it off. Hello, it is March 26, 2023. This is Andrea Eichmann. I am here with the People's Patriot Project and the We Got Your Six at Six slash Patriot Playtime show that we do every night at 1800 or 6 o'clock p.m. Central Time. We oops, like to bring you every week um, the good, the bad, a new guest, and some music from the veteran and first responder world. Um, tonight, we'd like to mention Peggy and Bobby Kretzing, Kretzinger with Operation Texas Strong still rolling. I hear they get to do a little presentation up there at the Capitol um, and talk about their Operation Texas Strong. It's going to be amazing. Good job, Bobby and Peggy. And I would also like to throw out a special thank you to uh, Mr. Derek Iozio tonight. Uh, he keeps us rolling with uh, new contacts and new guests and um, we'll talk to him and about him uh, at some point, I'm sure, tonight. Um, tonight, we've got amazing guests. We have Jason Johnson. We'll hear about his mission with uh, Project K-9 Hero and more. Uh, tonight, we have Cody, Ho Cody Howell back as well. Um, we can't get enough, so we just had him come right on back. And actually, weirdly, there's a connection with Jason as well. So not weirdly, it's such a good thing. Um, before we get started this week, we would ask that you stand if you can, take off your hats, cover your heart, and join us for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, 
indivisible, indivisible with, liberty with liberty and justice, and justice, for, justice all. for all. Well, it would help if I pushed the right button for the new Pledge of Allegiance that we have the, the words on, but uh, I guess we'll get to the, that at another time. I, I was apologize. like, Andrea, wait for the words. Just wait for the words. <laughs> you know, the words. Same thing. <laughs> waiting, waiting. Where are the green words? Where are the green words? Oh my goodness. What oh, it'll heck? be cool. It'll be cool when it works. Uh, I just saw. We got them all. Derek said they're all some... stacking up out there. We got Derek no. Iozio. He's he's chiming in. Great brother from uh, down in Texas, uh, running the daily. Uh, we got Tammy Schroeder who's in here checking. She's not checking this house. She's here every weekend. She works behind the scenes, helping making sure we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. We're doing our jobs. Uh, Jeremy Daniels, always a blessing. And we got, uh, well, I guess it's both Jeremy Daniels. I guess he's showing up on uh, YouTube and on uh, his Facebook feed. And just, uh, I just been inspired by that guy in so many ways. Um, he's he's got his stuff going on, but he comes here, he shares some amazing things, and uh, um, just just salt of the earth kind of guy and willing to to lend his thoughts and positive thoughts and also his quirky thoughts so only in the, he's he's got every movie in the history man kind of think memorized so uh he's got all his memorized and drops little things here and there but what a great opportunity to work with veterans across the country and tonight mr johnson it's great to have you here man thank you thanks for having me did uh did you see any of the promotion stuff that we put out? I I doctored up one of your pictures. No, I, I have I haven't seen yet. I actually uh, just flew in from Orlando. I was down there for the Global Pet Expo, so I was in Orlando this morning. I'm back at our place in Tennessee at our rehabilitation rehoming center. So it's been a, a long day of travel, but uh, I'm oh, back. Well, thanks for being here. One thing we try not to do is brag a lot. So, like when you're in Florida and the rest of us are in Minnesota, we really <laughs> we don't hear that kind of crap. Okay, so just keep that stuff. <laughs> appreciate it. Well, it's a beautiful day um, in Tennessee today. I think I came back on the nicest day of the year so far. There you go. So you're standing in front of well, I'm I'm assuming Times Square. Yes, and uh, that's yeah. the Nasdaq. See, I doctored up the little piece. It was supposed to say Nasdaq there, but yep. Jason Johnson. Oh, I like it. Yep. Yeah. I've been I did have, to be on there twice. Yeah? Yeah. I, yeah. Big, big I deal have a me. little confession before the show because we have this rotating cube that has our crest and then we and then uh, the podcast. And I'd actually prior and I, I I'd put our rotating cube up and I'm like, wait a minute, you're taking the guy's logo out of there. Leave it back. So I took it out there and uh, it's important that we're showcasing your mission, uh, and your mission is? Ours is to take care of retired police canines and military working dogs with medical care, food, death benefit assistance, adoption, and rehabilitation. All in the quick. you got to do the eight-second elevator speech, and that's how you do it. Uh, we fail it miserably all the time, but you did a great job just dropping it. Um, and we've been trying to get you on the show for a good chunk of time. I think I talked to you like a year ago. Yeah, you know, I've just been real, real lucky to be super busy. Um, but, you know, we try to do as many as these things as we can to let people know about our mission. Uh, me and Cody talk about this time. I try to do one media event a week. So that's 52 year, whether it be a podcast, a radio show, a TV show. I was on Fox and Friends last Monday. 
up in uh, Manhattan. Um, whatever it is, no, no one too small, no one too big. And just that's how we that's grow the mission. That's how we let people know what we're doing. And so, I mean, just because we're also trying to get into those those venues, those opportunities. I mean, yeah, Fox with Friends, that's that's kind of, uh, that's up there, dude. How, how are you yeah, doing we, that on? Uh, they actually contacted me. Um, it was National Canine Veterans Day on the 13th. And um, to have a, uh, an organization like ours who takes care of canine veterans, they allowed me to come on, and I was a guest on the on the morning show. Super early wake up call there, but uh, we brought on uh, military uh, working dog uh, NPC Dax, multi purpose canine Dax from the first seventy fifth Ranger Regiment, and he was our guest. And he deployed over uh, seas with his handler in Afghanistan, and has all kinds of medical issues now. Uh, needed a whole knee replacement, hip replacement, and our organizations are paying those bills one hundred percent for his handler. Oh, that's amazing! That's amazing. Um. I don't know how much time you have after this, but there's some, some vision mm -hmm. that I would like to share with you. And it's not stuff that we let out during the showtime. Um, right. You guys have this vision. Uh, but uh, again, we're always willing to help and uh, move things yeah. forward uh, to, to help. I mean, all those who have served and, you know, the, the canines are definitely a group of, uh, they have changed the world, and uh, I, I can't imagine what it would be like not having them. Of course, they take a lot more brunt than uh, our police officers, and I'm specifically talking police officers, because when in doubt, you just whip them out, and they just take care of business. <laughs> you know, these dogs serve our country. They put their lives on the line for us. What a lot of people don't know, maybe those tuning in for the first time and hearing what we do, um, there's no really programs in place for those government, military, police dogs to have their bills paid. So when they retire, yes, a lot of them do get to stay with their handler, but those bills go 100% on the handler. So it's, uh, you know, we're not only are we taking care of the dog, but when we pay that, uh, you know, $5,000 bill, $10,000 bill, that's helping that first responder, that police officer, that deputy sheriff, state trooper, or that Marine soldier, airman, or sailor like uh, Mr. Howell there. I absolutely love it. It's it's an amazing amazing mission because I mean these these animals are are carrying so much of the weight. I mean our our, our service members are carrying the weight, but uh, yeah. When yeah. when and like I said, when in doubt, you whip it out, and then you, one of those bad boys are on your on your heels. That changes the whole narrative completely. Cody's uh, been fortunate enough to uh, meet some of our dogs here at our facility, and it actually had a few uh, love marks uh, by one of them. So he he knows firsthand. <laughs> Did you get some kisses, Cody? Yeah. Yeah, I got a little tooth in there, too. <laughs> <laughs> it got me pretty Oops. good on my side, but it was, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we were with a handler down in Georgia the last time we were down in Georgia, and just amazing watching these dogs work um, and what level of I mean, they're committed to the task, is what they are. And oh, they—I call it the most honorable profession in the world. And I truly mean that. Yeah. So I'm it's excited. Funny, I, wasn't yeah. Even, I wasn't thinking ahead to who our guest was this weekend. And uh, yesterday morning, I think I got up early and I was tired and probably a little emotional. And uh, my husband was sitting on the other end of the couch and watching videos. And it happened to be a the last. It was the, the last night of work for a canine mm -hmm. and so his 
he's in the car with this guy and his guy, I, I didn't know what was happening. I'm like, what's going on? Cause the guy's really, he's choking up over here. What's going on. And so I listened. And so like dispatch read off all the honors and you know, he had his pup's head through the hole in the, the seat and Oh my gosh, what an emotional, just the last night of work really, really was for both of them. And then I was thinking about a, um, a young man that we, um, that I visited with up here that I, we kind of reached out to see if there was anything we could do to help because uh, in Minnesota, they don't let you as an officer take your dog when you're done, when his service is done. And so we've, and I'm not sure where it's at right now. I know there's been a lot of campaigning and fighting behind the scenes to allow that to happen, both with our National Guard, our military, and our and our police officers. So, um, yeah, I can't. We've done we've done a lot better job as a society of allowing the dogs stay with their handlers. And now I'm trying to take that to another level and say, okay, what about their health care? What yeah. about what about the bills they have? Like, uh, you know, we're disabled veterans. We have the VA. Okay, well, the dogs serve too, and sometimes they get hurt in line of duty and someone come down with cancer and lymphoma and all these things. And that handler, you know, and I'm a former, you know, police canine handler myself. We're not getting paid extra money during our career to, to handle this. So two things either happen. The first responder or that, that person uh, goes in extreme personal uh, debt or, um, or show a military working dog, Ross, that I want to talk about that. Or that or the dog goes without. So this is Rasta. This is the dog that uh, gave Cody a love tap one time. He wanted to let him out. And that's why I said, go ahead, let him out. See what happens. And uh, But Rasta's, uh, <laughs> Rasta's 13. He's been here um, for over two years. He was going to be euthanized after his service. He served at Fairchild Air Force Base. He's, he's military working dog, Rasta Tango 206. He protected the last two presidents, President Trump, President Obama, protected President Japan. Is deployed to Operation Spartan Shield, Operation Inherent Resolve, and he has an Air Force Accommodation Medal. And after he did all that, they said, well, you're too aggressive to be adopted to the public. And the handler, he had a good handler, and he's been out here visiting him since, but he had a six-month-old at home. He's still working. He's still going TDY on missions, still doing Secret Service stuff. So he can't you know, just leave this dog at home with his wife and kids. And so uh, Ross was going to be put down, but I went up and got him. He's been out here, and... Uh, He's a, he's a pretty special dog, um, but he just had surgery that day. He, he got into a calm that obstructed his stomach, uh, you know, and he was extremely ill. They had to open him up and uh, get those obstructions out. Uh, he is back here. He is healing. And uh, we even got a uh, Roswell shirt that's still uh, for sale tomorrow. So if anyone's listening right now, you can go to Project Canine Hero on our Facebook and Instagram, and they'll see that Roswell link I put in there today. That's the last day to get his shirt, so. But a great dog, and I'll let Cody chime in because he can tell you a little bit about Rosso, other than the insight he had, just how important, you know, he is. Yeah, well, I mean, even uh, just the, uh, uh, I mean, even talking about the PTSD part that's in uh, those dogs is like, uh, whenever I first let him out and everything, we were like, cool and everything, no worries. But I let him go for one second, and then, then he, re you know, he re-seen me. Uh, and it was just like his brain switched. It was a whole different dog, you know, and he flipped and just, poof, and it was just out of the black, man. He's like, poof, you know, gets my, uh, gets the side of my jacket, tears it. I'm like, I've been scared in a long time, but I was like, Jason, you know, to get him to get, but man, it was, uh, I mean, it was nuts, but it was like, uh, that mentality is like, uh, 
Oh, it just it just goes to show you how fast, and that's why he. I truly feel mm-hmm. Rosso is not fit to live with public, and that's why he's been out here two years because he's safe here. He can't get himself in trouble. But if he goes to live somewhere and some kids jump in the backyard, well, he he's not going to think twice. And I can't let him see. You know, after after everything I named off, he did for our service to our country. I can't let him see get in trouble like that. Yeah. No. No. Not at all. Um, so, do you have a facility that you keep these dogs at? Yep, we're right down here in Marion County, Tennessee, 177 acres. Uh, Cody's been fortunate, been out here. It is super nice. We're working on building a permanent rehabilitation rehoming kennel. People can learn about more on our website at projectcanonhero.org. But I'm working with U.S. Congress right now about some uh, some different ways to help fund that. And we're always looking for corporate sponsors who want to put their name on the building. How many dogs do you have at your facility? We have 10 today. We have dogs from the United States Air Force, United States Army, uh, federal police, local police, um, ones that didn't have a home otherwise. We do adopt them out, um, but none of them are ready quite yet. And there's dogs like Rasso. Rasso's not going to go anywhere. Uh, You know, like I said, this is the safest place for him. That's just amazing. Um, I'm actually, I'm a little bit speechless, to be honest with you, because... I mean, these dogs do lay it all on the line. They do trust their handlers. They do trust the world that we brought them into, and they do nothing but serve. And I wish, <laughs> I wish our humans were as dedicated as our dogs are sometimes. But let uh, me know how that all goes. Um, what can we do to help make your mission more successful? I think just spreading awareness about what we do, you know, getting people to check out our website, learn something. We have a lot of apparel on there. I'm wearing a hat here. I'm wearing one of our hoodies. You know, uh, we outfit Cody. A lot of stuff he wears it up on stage when he's playing. He wears Project Canine Hero gear as as our he's uh you know our charity of choice or his charity of choice. Got flags here. I mean, if you go to our shop, you'll see all different types of cool stuff. I mean, people can donate straight up, but they can also also wear some pretty good swag and gear and represent the dogs that we serve. Did you require Cody to get a haircut to wear your gear? No, no. You know, he's he, he's still feeling his roots from getting out of service and, and, and trying to, you know, see what it is. But, he's uh, you know, we've been friends for uh, about two years now, Cody. Coming yeah, up on yeah, two years. Awesome. And, you know, uh, he just, uh, he's getting there. I think he'll get back to having short hair one day. But, I'm on, you know, we're going to, we'll leave him alone about that for right now. Mark found he a tried video to convince us. from like what right after it but my hair was like down to here on it uh-huh. he was showing me it earlier but <laughs> he okay. said he has just got out of the navy with that and i'm like the standards must have changed a while ago in the navy or something because it's it was like down to here and i was like huh? i'm trying to get to cody style length but i yeah. it's gonna take it's taking me a little bit yeah i gave up <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm wearing hats now. That's that's my goal. <laughs> well, we got some new ones at projectcanonhero.org. Check them out. Dude. Yeah, for sure. For yes. sure. Let's get them some. Um, well, it makes me a little sad. Uh, this last October, we were down in Nashville. We did uh, what we call the WP3 Nashville Takeover. Cody was there with us, and we had 27 veteran musicians in Nashville. Um and we missed you, man. I guess it would have been nice to connect there. We'll make sure that happens. Yeah, I'm only here about half the time. Um, you know, okay. the, the truth is we don't we don't make what we make from me sitting behind the gate, unfortunately, back here and working with the dogs. I got to be out there like this global pet expo just at, uh, you know, big events coming up this year. Uh, we were Fox and Friends last week. You know, I 
it's just as the founder and CEO, I got to get out there and tell tell the people about my passion. And um, uh, it's, we're just so fortunate. I mean, uh, you know, last year we did uh, probably about four point four million. Right now the taxes come back. Uh, we did three point eight million the year before, but we're only five percent admin cost, seven percent in fundraising, and eighty eight percent to the program services. It took me a long time to achieve those numbers, so. I got to keep working hard to keep growing it. And Cody sees me out there because, you know, you know, we follow each other. You know, we're, we're, if we're not talking every day, we're talking close to it. And, you know, he probably didn't even know I was in Orlando this morning, to be honest with you. Uh, uh, you know, and I'm just just moving and moving and getting stuff. I just um, trying to meet other businesses, other corporate sponsors. I was just in D.C., um, you know, uh, just working as hard as I possibly can for these dogs because they deserve it. What is the biggest roadblock? Well, we do good. When I say we did 4.4 million last year, we have 225 dogs in the program and we have staff and we keep that admin down to 5%. We do great with people wanting to donate, buy something online, see that surgery you put up with Rosso laying there. They want to donate and pay for that. That's not a problem. The problem is building our facility because nobody wants to care about the septic that needs to go in or what's bringing the water off the road or moving the electric. That's not where they want that money to go, but that's what's taking care of the dogs that don't have a home to go to here. So I really feel it's going to be hard to do it in the personal donations. We have 125,000 donors, but we're really looking for that, that company who wants to put, you know, like tractor supply or somebody who wants to put their name. This is the tractor supply rehabilitation home and kennel. And if you're listening from tractor supply, yes, I said that on purpose just for you. Uh, but, you know, anybody, anybody like that, that's, that's really what I need to break through on this year. I'm also looking for companies that like let us round up at the register because if we could get in some of these bigger stores, I've been, I've tried Pet Supplies Plus or maybe get into something like that where there's 400, 500 stores and people just rounding up all day across the country. Well, that's going to add up pretty fast for us. And I think, Absolutely. you know, within a year, I could build the about $8 million in facility that I'm building here in Marion County. Yeah. We need to sit down and do some creative thinking. I know you've already done it, but maybe some. Oh, we, we got minds. Cody knows we got we got so many ideas over here, and that's why I like hanging out with him because we get together and get more ideas so we can work harder. Yeah. Is that before or after he hangs out at the tin roof? Because <laughs> uh, he had a lot of great ideas that night. <laughs> Oh. Cody's always got good ideas. I say I feel like I bet Cody's got always good ideas up there. I try to. Adam Bird in the house. Good There's Adam. Adam's a, Adam's a good friend of ours. Uh, good to see Adam. Um, all right. Don't go anywhere, Jason. We're going to keep talking with you, but I like to – little funny conversation because when I was reaching out to Jason to get him to come onto the show, I asked him, I go, do you have any artists that you'd really like to have on? And with you if you knew any and he's like i'd like to get this cat cody howell on i'm like yeah for pete's sakes how many times are we got to have this guy on the show every year and uh it's that's a joke. well it's, well the we fun fact is cody, cody and i have co-written some songs together so i don't know what he's gonna he play was today. just saying that i don't get right before the show oh, hopefully he plays one that i co-wrote <laughs> oh man we 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 haven't eaten you nope wait no yeah you did with uh if you play any way you go he uh jason's a co-writer on that well 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 let's let that be the first yeah. one we roll up we, uh, you want to hear we, anything we, about on, it uh, on the whole ep that i'm doing uh let's see how many are you co-writer on three or four i think three or four hang-ups i know hang-ups will be on there hadley will be on there 
Yep. I don't know which other ones. I think those are the three. Yeah, just those three. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. let's roll with any way you go. Any any pre pre conference or pre thought before we roll that one? I think we're good. I think yeah, I think that was it right there. <laughs> yeah, that was all right. <laughs> well, we have Cody Howell with Jason Johnson on any way you go.
That was Cody Howell. Any way you go. Um, so we're doing a little something new this weekend. I, I pulled up some American Americano type video that we could play while because some, we have some musicians that have a video. We have some musicians that don't have videos. Some musicians have lyric videos. And I think the last thing we want to see is people just staring at our mugs while we're just standing there and, and trying. And I'm going to tell you what. The next song, uh, which we're not going to play right yet, we'll, we'll probably close out with it. But his next song, Saddle Up, uh, when I was setting this all up, the video just rides perfectly with Saddle Up. And it's just like, oh, my gosh. This is – and that song is special to me. And I'll, we'll get into that when we get to it. But uh, there was a number of reasons why, but it is what it is. Uh, so if you're wondering why, what on earth are we looking at when we're doing this um, – that's why. That's 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 it. We're trying to change it up a little bit. Um, Miss, not Miss Eichmann, not Andrea. Jonathan, you ready to roll with the news, brother? Yes. <laughs> I thought you forgot about me, man. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, but it always helps when someone gives a note somewhere, so that helps too. So um, uh, March is once again um, month of the military caregiver. Um, Americans recognize and honor military caregivers' sacrifices and successes during the month of March. Um, again, it's a very uh, underappreciated role. Um, the the caregivers of the men and women serving our country. Um, March twenty fifth. I wanted to go back because I missed it when I was getting ready for news last week. Um, yesterday was Medal of Honor Day. Uh, it's a day observed since 1991. It honors the men and women that have served our country with valor and honor above and beyond the call of duty. Um, coming up this week, March 29th, is National Vietnam War Veterans Day in the U.S. Uh, it was first observed in 2012, and it honors uh, the U.S. military members who served during the Vietnam War. Uh, 1955 to 1975. Um, March is also Women's History Month. And today we highlight uh, Zara Freeland. She left her hometown in Babylon 2009, seeking a job as an interpreter with the U.S. Uh, the first time she actually met the U.S. troops, she was escaping uh, Iraqi soldiers who had assaulted her in Baghdad. And uh, as she ran from them, she ran into a group of Americans that were dressed in civilian clothes. Uh, they were able to carry her to safety just outside of Camp Liberty. And the next day she interviewed for uh, the interaction with an army captain and was later hired. Um, she was able to make it to America and 10 years later, she would join the service that she gives credit with saving her life. And currently, Freeland is a staff sergeant in the Army, and she serves as a Cav Scout. Um, March 30th, and uh, Mr. Peterson, this one's for you. Uh, Wyoming Veterans Welcome Home Day. This is not a public holiday. Government and public offices, businesses, and schools are not closed. But uh, you may hold special events and outreach programs to commemorate the annual observance. 
And I was told to say that that one was specifically for Mr. Peterson. I believe he has ties to Wyoming. Yeah, I might be a, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Those dirty pokes, what do they do? Um, gosh. Good stuff. Um, I did see also last night in the state of Minnesota, um, there was there's another congressional medal, but it's not the Medal of Honor. Uh, that was honored to a female uh, veteran here in the state of Minnesota uh, from, can't remember the town right offhand, but uh, the town itself, which is a tinier town up north, actually has five other recipients of this medal. And uh, we'll get maybe we'll get that for next week. It just doesn't have to be about Minnesota. Doesn't have to be about Wyoming. It has to be about our our veterans and our first responders across the country, who are and out out of country. We still have veterans uh, who live abroad. We have uh, first responders that go and help with uh, causes. Uh, we have brothers and sisters over in the Ukraine right now, uh, helping in that uh, campaign. And uh, we just got people that are doers. We got people that are doers. Um, and I'd like to bring kind of an awareness to the fact that less than 10% of our country, less than 10% of our country, uh, makes the decisions to go to uh, the front lines, whether, and we call in our network, uh, we call uh, first responders, we, we say that they're they're deployed in our opinion, you know, they're part of our Red Fridays, remember everyone deployed and uh, um, even with that, you know, roughly 3% of our country joins the military um, and then less than 3% are first responders and um, it is important to lift these people up. They see, I, I get it and I won't get into the argument, but uh, I, I know everyone's got their trauma. I, I know they do, um, but with 600 million first responder calls in a year and less than 60 million first responders, uh, they're going to tend to see a few more episodes of things that are common folk that get to lay their big fat heads on the pillows of freedom every single day. I'm sorry I'm so abrupt with that, but um, we've got people that have skin in the game to make sure people aren't coming in our back door um, as we expect. And uh, none of us hesitate for a second to dial 911. Uh, and we expect that that is a quick response. It doesn't matter what those people are dealing with on the other side. Uh, I've been in the boots of a firefighter. I've been in the boots of a law enforcement. And uh, you know what? Uh, there's stuff. Life has got stuff. You've got stuff. Everyone's got stuff. But uh, uh, remember that these men and women are walking out their front door every single day. And there's no guarantee that they're going to come back and or they're going to come back the same. Uh, we have the continued conversation about a lot of our veterans haven't made it all the way home because they left one person. And uh, uh, unfortunately, because of the things and the life and the experiences and just all the stuff put in place, and I get it, if, if you want to... <laughs> I have people pull me aside all the time. Well, what what about these people? What about those? Okay, fine. Yep. What have they done for other people? Um, our veterans, first responders, have proactively made a choice that makes 
all of our lives better. It's just the way it is. I'm sorry. And I'll have a conversation with you if you want to have it, but you're not going to change my mind. I'll let you try to change my mind. Um, so these canines um, are keeping our life, liberty, and our families in place because we don't have to put our 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 body, our bodies of our first responders in place. And that it's unfortunate that that's the, the role we have to do. Because bottom line is, if everyone listened, we, we wouldn't need the dogs either. I mean, if you listened and you followed the rules and you did what you were told, uh, minus sticking a sharp object in your eye, which I know they all tell you to do at some point, not, they don't tell you to do that. Um, we would be able to have less of, Less tragedy. Here's the, here's the truth. If people followed the rules, laws, and expectations, we'd have less tragedy on both sides, period. That's it. Um, so we keep the message positive, uh, and we will constantly keep the message positive. Um, Mr. Johnson, what's next for you and your organization project, K9 Heroes? Microphone, please, sir. Is that on our end? Yeah, I think that's on your end there. Yeah. All right. Yeah, right now we're working really hard to get those buildings up. Um, it's probably one of the biggest biggest challenges we have is uh, getting uh, getting that up. So every day we're working hard, raising money there. we got events coming up throughout the year. Um, we've got uh, some big things on board. Uh, every week we're, we're releasing new products and stuff. But one of the things that keeps us going is we're committed to putting 52 new heroes in a year. And that's probably the hardest part of my job. And uh, so we get 10 to 15 applications a week. Uh, I'm able to take care of one new dog a week for life. And when you commit to take care for life, we're probably committed to around twenty dollars to $25,000 every week on a new dog. Uh, and that's over the span that they're going to be in our program, whether they're seven years old or 10 years old or three years old. And so... Um, you know, 52 heroes. So every week, new one comes in, and uh, every week I got to look at the applications. We look at financial burden, uh, we look at special needs, and we look to see how we can help and if we can help. And 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 that's hard. And I try to be diverse. We we try to get somebody from the Navy, the Marines, the Air Force, the Coast Guard, the Army. We try to get sheriff's departments from Wyoming. All that we had one. Um, <clears throat> we had uh, Canine Rocky up there, uh, Campbell County. So. He's working. He's on duty. Uh, they're doing some bite work in the back of a truck, and he comes in. He spiral fractures his leg as he's doing it. Well, that deputy had been there for over 25 years, and that sheriff retired that dog on the spot when it needed a six thousand dollar surgery to fix its, fix its leg, and he put it all on that deputy. So we had a little bit of things uh, he called us that day. We put it in the program. That's a special need that he had to get this emergency surgery to get his dog's leg fixed. Now later we had a little um, news thing, you know, and I think I think the department did the right thing. They raised some money and they sent it back to us. But at first, you know, it was automatically just retire the dog, and they don't think about what well, what well, well, don't we owe the dog the medical care, you know? And that's a dog that was serving, doing what he was supposed to. He was in training, but I mean, you know, legally they were out there doing what they were supposed to do. So when we're putting these dogs in, those are the types of decisions we got to make, and. Um, Every week there's a new one. And so, I mean, anyone follows us on any of our social media, which if people are listening, I would encourage them to do at uh, Project Canine Hero. You'll see Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, stuff like that. 
you'll see new story every week. And the the biggest hurdle for you right now is getting the funding for these projects. Yeah, the buildings. Yeah, I mean, people will donate for those dogs, and we'll take care of that. That's where a lot of the funding's going. You know, we sell the shirts and we do that, but the buildings are very difficult. So we're always the, it's the corporate sponsorships that we need that want to help put their names on the building. We got the builders ready, we got the crew ready, uh, but you know, I don't want to start a project till it's funded because I don't want to get halfway through and you know we, we can't put the rest of the roof on because you know the funding's gone. Hundred percent. How many people do you have on staff? Uh, we keep pretty small because we only have five percent admin. So we here we got uh, you know myself as a CEO, and then we got uh, full time employees as our vice president of operations, uh, also a former marine. Uh, we have a, a director of facilities who takes care of everything here on the one hundred seventy seven acres. We have a director of program services who takes care of those two hundred twenty five dogs each day in the vet as they're traveling and getting their bills paid and getting the special food that they need. Um, we have a director of marketing, so email drips working on the apparel, emails, uh, text messages that go out, uh, all of our different, uh, we have a graphic artist who's part-time under that. We have uh, maintenance staff here because we have 177 acres, so we have the maintenance staff. Uh, we have somebody out in Washington State that helps us with grants a few hours a week. We have someone who uh, out in California who helps us with our ads that we place like online, you know, our paid and sponsored ads. So it's just, it's a lot, but you know, you got to, you got out there and push, push, push. And that's how People like it. Fox and Friends give you a call one day so you can come to New York City and be on the show or how my, I got the opportunity to be on NASDAQ. Um, they're not going to know about you if you're not out there hustling. And uh, 100%. I, I think as an entrepreneur, that's, that's the biggest advice I can give a veteran. And, and this is something, you know, me and Cody talk about all the time. You know, I'm an entrepreneur as a veteran in this nonprofit world. He's one as a musician. They're not that different. You see how he's got his hat. He's got the CH. We talk about that all the time. That's his brand. He's representing his brand. Just like I'm representing my brand. You know what I mean? So it's it's something that you got to be out there all the time talking about. Some people might get tired about it, but this is how we make our living. These are our dreams and these are our goals. Yeah, one, two. There you go. Oh, these yeah. It doesn't fit my head, though. It's uh, They don't have uh, – he didn't have husky size, so it's, we're going to have to work on that. Yeah, so uh, big stuff. I mean, I was on uh, I was on iHeartRadio last week. It was called CEO. You should know that's going to come out nationally. I think in immediate like next week or here in a few days. So iHeart stations around the country will be playing my segment. I got to listen to it here a few days ago when I was on the road. And it sounded really good. And then the stuff I'm doing with Congress, which is uh, you know trying to trying to change laws, trying to trying to make the lives of these retired heroes better. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, how much exposure does like if you're with Fox and Friends? I mean, how many how many conversations um, do you get to have? I think that went out to about two million people. I think they all reached out to me too because my phone blew up for a few days. So uh, sure. yeah, it went out to about two million. Uh, we had a PBS special last year. Uh, Cody was at the premiere. Um, it was called American Anthems, and it's where they take uh, they were taking singer songwriters. And pairing them up with a veteran, I was one of ones chosen for an episode. I worked with the Warren Treaty, if you guys ever heard of them. And uh, they heard my story, and they wrote a song about my police canine, Flash, who got my children books after she's on the cover of our calendar this year. Um, but uh, it's called Soldier on All Fours. And Cody was there when they played it live for us. Uh, it was pretty cool, wasn't it? 
Yeah, it was over that dark horse. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cool I love stuff. it. I love the conversation. And Jonathan, uh, just going back when you were reading the book, uh, in 2009, I was in Babylon. I was a dog handler there in Alhilla, and I worked for the government. And uh, um, I wonder if I ever ran across that person because uh, we had State Department interpreters where I was at, at the regional embassy there. And uh, I did a lot of missions for the um, reconstruction of Iraq was what I was mainly doing there with the government as a dog handler. So, uh, and I, I literally lived from like where Ishtar gates and the Babylonian line is. I, I literally lived just a few miles from there. We, uh, we lived on, I say we lived there. We, we, we stayed at the, uh, in the palace on top of the big hill when I was yeah, in Babylon. Yep. Yeah. That's where we were at. Uh, I mean, that was, Probably O two or O four though. That was a lot. So just back. across the street, or just down the way there, there was a big hotel there that the we had had is a regional U.S. embassy. And okay. I was there. Nice, nice. Yeah, I, I like reading story. I mean, I don't have. It's been so long ago. I have a vague memory of where everything is, but like reading stories about uh. You Babylon and Camp Liberty and stuff like that. And you try right. and recall exactly what the place looked like. I'm sure it looks nothing like that now, but yeah, it's 20 years ago. Changed, <laughs> yep. Well, real quick before we get on to other questions, with everyone has one of these in their hands, and uh, it is time that you take. Um, we personally believe and i know we've had people come on and say you know uh push-ups do no good uh and bring in recognition and we're not going to tell anyone not to do their push-ups that's not our style we get some people that get angry about it, and that's okay um if, if people want to do push-ups let them do their push-ups that's what i um but what i do know is if you reach out to your brothers and sisters they will uh, for the most part, respond back to you um, if they're here and around and everyone's got one of these phones in their hand. We ask you to do it by six-pack. Um, it takes roughly six seconds to say, hey, I'm checking in on you, dog. And um, we believe, we believe, uh, we've had conversations with people. Um, we believe that uh, this is and will save lives because uh, just the fact that you're on someone's thoughts and on someone's mind, uh, we did recently the, something we called the WP3 wave. Uh, the reason why we call it the wave is because all of us individually are a drop, but all of us together are an ocean. And uh, the more of us that are active and uh, protecting that amazing resources of our brothers and sisters and those who have served uh, means the more that we'll be here tomorrow to have that conversation. Um I'm not bold enough to ever say that uh, we will get rid of the number 22. I know that's the, the branded number that a lot of our uh, organizations use. We know the number is 17 to 75, um, and that's hard to put a, a mean number on in that area. But uh, I, our goal is to lessen the number, period. Uh, and one person a day is lessening that number. So uh, reach out to your brothers and sisters. Uh, just check in with them. Uh, I challenge you to have the hardest conversation ever uh, with someone that you may have lost contact with for whatever reason it is and have a conversation with them and resurrect that uh, relationship 
And I say that because uh, I had one slip through uh, and out of my life because I didn't take the time and chance to reach out to them. And um, it, it wasn't a suicide, but it was the use of substances uh, that took their life. And uh, I knew it. I saw it. I was watching it. Uh, and I just let it go. And so if I want to walk the walk, I better, if I want to talk the talk, I better walk the walk. And, and so reach out to your brothers and sisters. Um, you never know how much impact that is going to have in someone's life, just reaching out to that one person. And we're asking for you to do six, six a week, uh, one a day, um, and just say, hey, what are you doing, dog? And uh, truth of the matter is we reach out to someone every day and just so find someone else in that uh, in that friends list or in that contact list that you haven't talked to in a while and just say, hey, how are things going? And you've done your job for the moment, for the minute. Uh, check out the other organizations that we support. Uh, Project um, K9 Hero is one of those organizations. Um, I, that is, uh, <laughs> we always struggle when Did Your Mom comes on. Um, the the song, he's talking about uh, the song by Jory and Rory. They were uh, actually a married couple. Uh, they were on one of the singing shows uh, earlier, and uh, she recently succumbed to cancer. And uh, there's an amazing song that they sing together. But uh, um, I'm hoping that's the reference. I don't know the details of the song, so. Um, back to subject matter, just reach out to somebody. Um, I'd like to get to the endearing song. I call it endearing, but I'd like to hear Cody's side of it. He's got this song called Saddle Up. You want to share anything about that, Cody? It was a, a fun one to write. Uh, in a, in, a, in a dark spot, or not necessarily a dark spot, but that cycle of uh, life that you just kind of get stuck in. Not necessarily a rut, but it's just around and around and around. And uh, uh, I, I wanted to call it liquor and love because a lot of thing, times those are the ones that kind of spiral whatever the gumption is to get that ends up getting you stuck in that uh, circle. But anyhow... It was uh, my best way to explain that kind of concept. And uh, so I come up with a saddle up. So it's like, you can tell me anything, but she ain't telling me tonight, you know? But, yeah. Um, and this was one of my, this is my anthem song for our first WeP3 Nashville takeover. Cause it, it was, it was just one of those songs for, uh, it wasn't the first time I heard it, but uh, um, we were on our last night uh, at the Tin Roof. And we had like the culmination of all of our greatest artists were there and everyone was playing their best. Uh, Sal Gonzalez uh, played hero. It wasn't on a set list. Uh, someone in the crowd yelled it out. I'm not, oh, it might've been me, but whatever. That's the song. Um, and yeah. It's, it's hey, an amazing song, Mark, isn't it? Fun fact. I'm in the music video. Are you in there? Look, yeah. Watch it on YouTube. I'm in that music video. I'm one well, of the during post show, we'll uh, pull it up and I'm yeah. going to look. I'm gonna... You'll see me on there. All right. Hanging with Sal Gonzalez. That's awesome. And so we just heard the best of the best of our crew that, and then Cody gets up there and he sings uh, saddle up. And it was, it was my choker. I'm not going to lie. It was my choker. It was like, I was like, damn, we've done it. I looked over at Andrea and I said, 
we are we're doing what we need to be doing and um this song is it this is it for the the 2022 we p3 national takeover but uh this is mr cody howe and saddle up of course i wasn't quite ready as i'm rambling through here but uh we'll get her up there cody howe saddle up
saddle up You can tell me to ride That is Cody Howell and Saddle Up. Um, Jason, we have some people asking, where can they buy gear? Oh, that might be on me again. What is going on? Uh, it's going to be projectk9hero.org, and it's going to be right there on our website. we got a shop on there. Uh, you'll find everything on there. We're, we're always restocking items. We're selling them all day, every day. And, uh, you know, each, each sale helps uh, promote uh, our, our organization, our mission. I, I know one of these, uh, for sure, Ms. Schroeder, she's going to be tagging onto that. We got to get some gear and throw it up in here, too. So, um, Jonathan, you got anything in closing, brother? Um. No, I, I just, uh, the, the six pack reaching out, um, personal witness, it, it, it helps people. It, uh, it helped, but I think that the forgotten fact is, is sometimes when you do this, the, the life you're putting back on balance might be your own. So, it, I mean, it, it, it's a double edge really. I've benefited from reaching out to people trying to give them a benefit and I've, I've, I've reaped the benefits of it, you know? Andrea, what do you got for closing? You know what? I would like to add, um, because we're coming down to the end of, um, the month, the month of women, but I want to bring up one in particular, just because, uh, wrestling season is wrapping up in many States and, Girls wrestling has become a big deal in a lot of, I want to I heard the news, 38 states, I think this morning, 38 states. And so I watched a show this morning and Sally Roberts, um, she's a national champion wrestler and she started a nonprofit, Wrestle Like a Girl, but I, her background is a little bit, um, she got in trouble all the time as a kid. And so in eighth grade, um, this trouble led her to, uh, you got two choices. You need to get yourself involved in something after school or you're going to go to juvenile. Sorry. You're going to go to juvie school. Hey. And, um, she said, okay, what should I do after school? Well, she started wrestling and she absolutely loved it. Went on to be a, a national champion and then joined the army. And she served with the 320th psychological operations company. And she deployed to Afghanistan and later joined the U.S. Army World Class Athlete Program. So I just wanted to add that in. Sally Roberts, nice job. And now she started a nonprofit, of course, named Russell Like a Girl. Some girl was told that, yeah, you beat me, but you still wrestle like a girl. And they decided that that was pretty cool. They were winning, so they were going to keep doing it. Um, so just a little uh, background on that. And then I wanted to mention um, our guests next week um will be pamela mccarthy 
And we'll have music with uh, Lake and Lindale. And that's with John Krenz, who I believe um, is from here. Lake and Lindale is a, is a, it's an intersection up in Minneapolis. So I think they're from Minnesota. But they're a band Somewhere. down in Nashville. Have you heard of them before, Cody? Which band? Lake and Lindale. Oh, I thought I thought that was a name, but that's a I thought that was like a person's name, like Lakin. Lakin. Oh, oh Lake no. and no. Lindale. Lake Street. Yeah. I thought you were saying a guy's name Lakin Lindale or something. But then I was like, oh, yeah. saying Lake and well, I don't know. Yeah, it's a band and uh they're down there in Nashville. We'll we'll, nice. we'll get that connection somehow going. Cody, what do you got in closing, brother? Uh, not much. We uh, finished up uh, the background vocals on my EP, so we're now just uh, finishing the mixing process, and we're a step closer to getting this music released. So, wish me awesome. luck with speedy uh, process. Yeah. <laughs> Jason, what do you got in closing, brother? I just want to say thanks for having me on, guys. It's really important for us to spread awareness about what these dogs do, how how important their jobs are, and how they're not really being taken care of properly in retirement by the people they serve, specifically, you know, the government, the military, and our law enforcement. And it's my job to uh, change that. And I tell people all the time that they served, uh, you know, their whole career protecting us. So I'm going to do the rest of mine protecting them. Yeah, and not to coattail your comment, I could have said something on everyone's comment, but I mean, the reality is these animals literally from, for the most part, from birth to death are in service and uh, it's not that much to give them a little little kibble on the way out, man. It's, That's uh, right. That's right. And then, you know, everyone can check us out. Project Hero.org. Follow us Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Project Canine Hero. New stuff every day. We do support Cody Howe Music. He's one of our big partners. Uh, we do an event every year in Nashville, so it's called Performance for Paws. Next year, it's going to be January 26th. That's a Thursday. It's at the Nashville Palace, so if you're following us, Cody has played it the first two years. Um, Miss Danielle Peck, who's on Sirius XM, uh, is the host for Prime Country. She's our she's our host. We had big artists this year, a lot there with Cody. We had Mr. Daryl Worley. Lee Rice was there. Um, I mean, uh, shoot, we had uh, Jana Kramer this past year, Heidi Newfield. Um, Jamie O'Neill. So every year I look, I'm making it bigger and bigger and uh, raising more awareness for our dogs. So Thursday, January 25th next year, put on your calendar, Nashville Palace. I'm writing it down. Well, I um, don't know if he's going to be back a third time, but I'm hoping he says yes. Who's that? I haven't asked Cody if he'll be back a third time yet, but I'm hoping he says yes. Man, I'm just going to have to... Uh... I mean, it might be a little more, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's great about our event? We had, uh, we had uh, 10 artists in the main show. Cody, Cody played the after show. We had a little pre-show. and I mean, up to about 20 artists, and, and, and it's all volunteer. And they're there out of goodness of their heart. And you talk about some of these people are big-time touring musicians who actually, you know, and, you know, could certainly – and they, they do have the goodness of heart to come help our organization. I couldn't be more than thankful enough for that. That's amazing. That's amazing. You're doing an amazing job on an amazing mission. We greatly appreciate you. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thanks for coming on tonight. Uh, Cody, it's always a blessing to have you around, brother. It's awesome. Thank um, you for having me again. <laughs> it's, 
it's not a complaint, so don't take it as a complaint. But it, it's always funner hanging in person, though. I mean, we. That's, oh yeah, no. I think know. that's real in in all cases. Um, we're just gonna have Thanks. to make sure that happens. And yeah, good for uh, we'll organizing. So uh, I could come on the same time Jason did. That's cool. That, it's too easy. When we like you, that's how it happens. It just it's too easy. Uh, we'll have to coordinate to make sure Jason's in town and not busy doing his thing when uh, next time we come down. And uh, we'll just continue. Uh, thank you for everyone that's come up. Uh, real quick, uh, uh, Digimom brought up a great point, and uh, there should be more subscribers on the YouTube channel. We posted the channel. Uh, make sure you're getting on there, checking it out. All of our artists are on there. Um, all of our shows are on there. All of our debriefs are on there. Um, everything that we do is uh, in there someplace. Now, it's probably not the most organized channel on the face of the earth. Uh, if you have a skill set, we would love for you, time, talent, and treasure, we'd love for you to come aboard, uh, help us in some areas of anything. Um, we've got content needs all the time. Uh, Jason has content needs. We could, uh, we could, uh, put that out as a volunteer piece, even with another organization, we'll take care of other people. We'll take care of other organizations. Uh, if you got some time, talent, treasure, reach out to us uh, again, if you have it and you want to go through uh, Jason and project K nine hero that we are 100% okay with that. Um, thanks for coming and watching us. This is good stuff. If you two hang around for a minute, we'll do a post show stuff and uh, we will see everyone else. Tomorrow we break off with our debrief, let you know what's going on with WP3. Then we'll see you again next Sunday at We Get Your Six Patriot Playtime. Thanks for being here tonight. Patriot Pride. Patriot Pride.